Hello? Cody. What? We need to talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Does whatever a spider can. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. Welcome to We Need to Talk About Spider-Man, a podcast where we must talk about Spider-Man. I'm Cody. And I'm Chad. Great. So we're going to be talking about Spider-Man, specifically Spider-Cinema, with special guests. We're also going to be talking about Spider-Man news and rumors from the World Wide Web. This episode, we will be talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. Chad, want to introduce our guest? Boy, do I. Uh, you might know him from his famous TikToks about, you know, countdown, like you did the top tens and stuff. I don't know why I'm blanking on what your, what your TikTok, uh, persona is. Comedy. It's Mr. Wallet. It's Eli Smith. (laughs) Eli, welcome to the show. Hello. 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 Thank you for having me. It's about time. Uh, Um, yeah, it's good. It's good to have you on the show. Well, Um, I guess I did pick this movie to be on, which is the last, uh. Or not the last, but one of the later Spider-Man films. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's got. We've got one more that's been released, and then because this is your absolute favorite Spider-Man movie, is why you wanted to be on this episode so bad. No, I do like this movie, but we'll get to that. So, mm-hmm. Spider-Verse came out before this, right? Um, Technically, yes, but we're covering uh, it. After. You're just keeping yeah. the franchises together. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. that was the idea. That makes sense. Um, um, and we're about to talk about two Spider Verse movies in a row, uh, probably. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them's really good. We'll see about the other one. Um. So, Eli, what's your what? What did you call it, Cody? Your your webstimony. Uh, what's your <laughs> I what's did your say that? I didn't think it was gonna stick. Ooh, light sticks like a spider. Uh, yeah. six like a spider can. What, what's your history with Spider Man? When did my, you fall in love with the character? My webstimony. Um, I I've always loved Spider Man. My first memory of loving Spider Man, um, is when I saw the movie Spider Man in the movie theater. I think that it was the first PG thirteen movie I saw in theaters. Um, wow. I remember seeing it after a baseball game. I would have been like seven or something, I guess. Um. And I was absolutely terrified by the scene where Norman Osborn turns into the Green Goblin and he throws that guy across the room. Yeah. I like hid my face and back like, to formula. Yeah, it, it scared me. And then I watched it later and I was like, I don't know why that scene scared me as a kid, because I I don't I, like it's not really that scary. I, in my memory, he like his face like deforms and he becomes a scary guy but he doesn't really he just like his his just, eyes kind of roll back and like go yeah. all white and he's like convulsing it's it's scary i mean it's it's sam yeah. raimi doing some scary stuff it was scary to me as a yeah. boy as a, um, and it was lad. so scary to me that i think i was too scared to see spider-man 2 in theaters when it came out but don't worry i watched it um on tv later when i when i can gotcha. have the lights on um, i mean that that oh, yeah. that doc ock sequence in the the surgery room is probably scarier than anything in spider-man one so it's probably for the best yeah um but yeah i i love spider-man i um i don't know like four or five years ago dabbled in reading some of the comics i'm not a big comics boy but i read a lot of the ultimate 
ones and really enjoyed those. Um, I like most of the Spider-Man movies. I, I don't think I hate any of them. Um, they've all got Spider-Man in them, and that's fun to me because I like Spider-Man. He's, he's good at um, doing spider things, so I like him. Yeah. I was about to say something stupid and say, I, I think there, I think as long as any movie has superheroes, I'm normally okay. That's not true. There's a lot of bad superhero movies. Yeah. 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 yeah there's, there's a bad few ones. Ones. Yeah. There's but a couple of bad Spider-Man Spider movies. Most of the Spider-Man movies are good. I yeah. But say. even the bad Spider-Man movies are like not as bad as some of the other like really yeah. bad superhero movies. Um, I think yeah. I've I think I've loved every Spider-Man movie when I first saw it in theaters, and then several I, of them I, I realized, oh, this is actually not good. <laughs> I interest. I have the exact same experience. For whatever reason, I have blinders on when it comes to the, the mm -hmm. char character Spider-Man. I walked out of Amazing Spider-Man two thinking like, well, that's the best one yet, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. And then like, I don't know, settled with it in my mind a little bit, and then realized, yeah, that Philip Phillips thing was kind of weird. And <laughs> Kind of very weird. Um, a lot of weird I, stuff in that movie. The the amazings, uh, both of those I walked out not liking. Like I, I really I'm not to say like my my taste is refined or anything wow, you were, like that. You're really cool. I know. Yeah. You're I really know. smart. You have like I'm really smart and nerddom. Yeah, but yeah. I continue to watch every movie and franchises that I don't like. Uh, maybe that started there. It didn't. Um, yeah, I don't know, but those two were the ones I walked out. I walked out of this movie that we're going to talk about today kind of being like more warm on it than my memory became of it, but still being a little mixed on it. And then when I rewatched it, it, it was better than what my memory and shit talking for the past couple months have been. <laughs> well, that's nice. But, but I... still kind of mixed on it. I walked out of it loving it like I do every Spider-Man movie. And I thought it was like a fun follow-up to Endgame to just be like, I like the little teases we got of like what the blip was like for a normal high school, stuff like that. I thought it was like really, really fun and cool. Loved okay, we'll Mysterio. get into that because that's yeah. the part of the movie I fucking hate. <laughs> but um, then the second time I watched the movie was when I did a double feature last Thanksgiving. I watched uh, Spider-Man 2 and then I watched Spider-Man Far From Home. And well, that's not fair. I know Spider-Man 2 is my favorite superhero movie. And then Spider-Man Far From Home, when I was watching it immediately after my favorite of the genre, it just seemed really, really bad. So it went way down in like my ranking and everything. And then rewatching it now, uh, isolated on its own. It's nice. It's a fine, it's a fine little movie. It's fun. He's it's far from home. He's far from home. He we, is far we, from home. We hate that, but um it's a it's it's pretty it's yeah, pretty fun how they put that in the title as if like yeah like i don't i don't want him to be far from home that's actually something i almost never want from spider-man and they put right. that in the title as if to say like look at this one he's far from home I'm like I, which I, I it's is far from home just a play on like, yes close to home like that hits close to home Oh, but. I don't know. It's they had to fucking bend over Elastigirl style to try and like. This is Marvel. Um, we can use Mr. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. uh, he's not in the movies yet, so he's not real. Well, um, they're bringing in uh, uh, Krasinski. Uh, <laughs> for some reason in my head, Krasinski had played 
Mr. Fantastic already because of <laughs> he did long. in WandaVision. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Um anyway, they had to bend over backwards to do the dumbass home naming convention, which I am on record of not liking. But before we dive It is in, bad. It is bad. It's like stupid. It's, it's just a little it's just a little messy. It's not Bad, no, it's bad. bad. It's fucking stupid. It, here's it's the thing. Really I think this is going to be a theme throughout this episode. Cody thinks a lot of things about the way they do Spider-Man in the MCU are bad based on yeah. listening to other episodes. <laughs> and I agree with, I think, every single one of your takes, but I also think I care about them zero amount. And well, I just like have yeah. decided not to care about those things. Eli, you will be maybe not shocked, but um, <laughs> the thing is, I have the same reaction as you. So I get angry about the things and I say they're stupid and I say they're dumb, but I also have the reaction of while I'm watching it being like, yeah, it's fine though. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> like it works. <laughs> but I like conceptually yeah. think it's all like annoying. But before mm -hmm. we go any further, mm. it's time for the Daily Bugle. <laughs> Um, I, I guess we just, I, I think we got to talk about the goo boy first. We've all yeah, seen the not a boy. lot of Spider-Man news. We two we things talked, we talked about goo, goo before we saw the goo movie. We knew that like there was going to be a Spider-Man tease. Yeah. Now we've seen the Spider-Man tease. Yeah. Reactions. Um, Eli. Okay. So I liked the movie, uh, the yeah. Spider-Man tease. Too. I think is maybe stupid, but I yes. also I like I really want to see them in the same movie, so I'm just <laughs> yeah. okay with it. It's like, great. I I want to see Tom Holland and uh, Tom Hardy hanging out together in a movie. I'm so excited. Yeah. So I'm assuming what happened to Tom or to uh, Eddie Brock in the post credit scene. So like the post credit scene, this weird mystical light comes in the room, and then he's transported to another room. He doesn't know where he is. Venom doesn't know where he is. And then Spider-Man shows up on the TV. I'm assuming what happens to him is him moving into the MCU multiverse. And I'm yeah. assuming the exact same thing is happening to Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe uh, and their characters as they get transported into I, the MCU as well. I think so. Yeah. But that seems here's what i i mean again kind of on the same thing of like yeah it'll be cool to see them together that'll be mm -hmm. cool i think the scene itself is kind of pretty atrocious and like one of the like worst like tease things ever i think it's fine as a tease it's just no like... no it's confusing because that you have venom talk about the hive mind he's like okay that yeah is that weird. makes the yeah. scene bad to me because it's really confusing mm -hmm. And it's just two different things are happening. They're right. trying to tease two different things, but they're right next to each other. So right. you may, you like if you're not paying the most attention, yeah. you can complain them. But he's talking um, about the hive mind and like, oh, Eddie, they it lets us do things you would never believe. Want to see something? And Eddie's like, yeah. Then the, the flash of light happens and uh, Venom's like, oh, it wasn't me. And it's yeah. like, well, that's confusing. <laughs> Yeah, I feel Very like there confusing. is a way cleaner way to do that. Um, yeah. But I also think the hive mind thing was 
it might have some payoff in a future Spider-Man Venom thing where like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, it's, it's Venom's null, hive mind it's... connects across multiverse. Yes, there's a part of him that idea. already hates Spider-Man, even though they've never met a part of oh, Venom. Uh, I, that might be generous. I don't know yeah. that that's going to happen. I think it's more just like, he's going to know where the MCU symbiote is and he may oh, know the, too, about the sure. Topher Grace Venom thing. I, guys, I don't think Venom is actively in No Way Home. I think he'll be in the post credits of No Way Home. I, I don't think he's actively in the movie based on all the other stuff. We've I hope he's about. not. That would be yeah. simply too much. I too was distracting. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of enjoying this reality in which like Sony kept like trying to make us think like, venom it's in the mcu like it's not it's yeah. not but it's like they're yeah. in the, they're all in the same universe like i'm kind of disappointed that it's now confirmed that he has like moved to a different timeline i liked thinking of it being in the mcu but like the mcu not acknowledging it it's like <laughs> right see i i love that we know that they're distinct because it makes all the mm -hmm. tonal stuff like more acceptable which going um, into uh let there be carnage it felt like the tone of that movie was more similar to a marvel movie in its ability to like have fun like to mm. me venom as like this alien who just wants to eat people and like like but like there's like comedy around the situation of like he's possessing a body that doesn't want him to eat people and that yeah, feels like it's, something that could be in like a guardians of the galaxy type movie it could be me. but it, it, i mean the venom movies are b movies and that's what they're trying to be they're trying to be like 90s action kind of yeah. B movie things and which Marvel's i think might be why really guardians was where my brain went is like it could fit into sure. that tone because sure. the james gun of it all but um, i don't know I, I like venom i'm looking forward to him fighting tommy boy tommy i am boy curious Holland. whether it's like a venom versus peter like movie thing that happened because i really don't think he's in no way home because to, to explain why he's a bad guy now will be a bit of a thing to figure out unless he's teaming up movie. with the spider-man against the villains yeah but then why like yeah i think it's too much i think he's in the post credits of no way home but what's weird is andrew garfield nope uh tom holland <laughs> he he keeps talking like which this is another part of daily bugle news mm -hmm. um he he's saying this is it this is a finale well he's what he said was uh if we get to come back to these characters you'll be seeing a very different version was like what he said which makes me think okay, they do like a hard reset and nobody knows his identity anymore. And he's poor now because he doesn't have the Tony Stark connection. That's, oh, that would be good. That's how I'm that. reading that is like, it'll be a totally different version of the character than we've seen. So it's like, I think it's going to be a universe altering movie where like by the end of the movie, no one knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And that includes like uh, Aunt May and Happy and Cap anybody and that the, anybody yeah. that could help him like financially <laughs> and so but he is still spider-man and you think it's yeah. still mcu yeah okay that's, I'm, that's, I'm fine with that that's yeah, my that's prediction cool. for where we end no way home that would be very good and then a uh, post credits hey eddie uh <laughs> do, do, do you he know looks where tasty <laughs> 
He's like, uh, you want to stop for some shawarma, Eddie? And everybody like <laughs> cheers because it's the same restaurant from Avengers. Right, and then yeah. he eats it. Uh, and it's like, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, good. I That's do think good. That's a good, <laughs> that, that would be good if that happened. <laughs> With the Daily Bugle, uh, assuming that Spider-Man is a menace and Eddie Brock moving into the MCU, I really like the idea of him like a, a, a Venom versus Spider-Man movie that's in the same spirit as like Civil War or Batman versus Superman and sort of like a they're both right kind of way where Venom think Venom assumes that Spider-Man is a menace who killed Mysterio. And so he wants to like eat him because he thinks he's evil and Spider-Man's just like defending himself. I kind of like that as an idea. Like for, for Venom to have like there's room noble intentions. Yeah, I just don't think there's room for it. I think that's like that's yeah. its own movie. Yeah. Oh, I agree. That, that's what I'm saying is like he's yeah, not yeah, in No yeah. Way Home. We set up that movie, Venom versus Spider Man, and it's something. And, else. But maybe it's Andrew Garfield, and he's got he's picked saw think, him do something. I, I don't think know. you need to drop the Andrew Garfield. I don't think it's happening anymore. I don't think it's Tom Holland either, then, because Venom's in a different universe than Tom Holland is. Not anymore. Yeah, but he'll go back. He's got I don't to go think see- so. No, he's got to. He he's he's got to go see what Morbius is up to. Are we? Is what's happening? Uh, Michael Keaton's in Morbius. Is yeah, so the Sony verse being folded into? Yes. yes. Uh, I thought they were just jumping, but it's probably being fully folded into. Yeah. That's hmm. okay. So there was a No Way Home leaked photo. Eli, did you see this? No. What is it? Chad, describe it. Which one? The car. The car. Oh, that's for a car commercial. That's not for No Way Home. Okay, but it's the, still associated yeah. with No Way Home. So it's, gonna... it's the three it's the three Spider-Men all in there, like, you know, the Amazing Spider-Man suit, the Sam Raimi suit, and the Homecoming suit, all lounging across, like, some new car. I don't even know what uh, um, make it is. Shit, who is it? Because uh, Is it Toyota? The... Or... No, Kumail Lexus, I think. Lexus, uh, okay, maybe. Because uh, Kumail just did one for Eternals where he's gotcha. driving. So they always do those car commercials where it's like yeah. superhero shit. There was happening. one with like Loki pretty recently too. Yes, um, yes. A Captain Marvel one I seem to remember. Yes, I think that's Lexus. just a Brie Larson one. I don't think that is a Captain Marvel one. I don't know. But the, the, the <laughs> Eternals one is uh, is Kingo trying to find a parking spot with his Lexus as mm. they're like calling him to come save the world. But Andrew Garfield and um, Tobey Maguire are still not in No Way Home. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> I mean, that is still what they're saying. That is still what that that's the last Andrew Garfield has said anything. Somehow but they Toby's put on suits and taken pictures on a car. Well, someone was in a Spider-Man suit. There were masks. Oh. So yeah, oh, okay, it, gotcha. it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't any of these three actually. Yeah. But gotcha. um yeah. it was their suits. But it was three Spider-Men posing for like a new car commercial that's gonna be a cross promotion for this movie. And it's three Spider-Men. Really seems like they're in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like they are. I, I suspect either by the time this episode comes out or immediately after we'll have like a new trailer that will have all three uh, spider boys. I think so too. And I think we'll probably have a special, another quick episode to deal with that because it's going to happen at, it never happens when it's convenient for us to release. No, it's always like the day before or after we like release an episode. It's 
How funny would it be if only Andrew Garfield was in it and Tobey Maguire is not in the movie? Or vice versa. I think Andrew Garfield would be funnier. You're right. That would I be mean, way funnier. You, you're like 100% right. Andrew Garfield may not be in it. Tobey Maguire, like, if he's not in it, yeah, you're right. It's funnier because that just, like, you need we're, Toby. I we're think. bringing over Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe. Right. And Jamie Foxx. Like, they're both in it. But, like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Weird. And Sam Man. And Sam Man. So you have to have. Sam Man's less confirmed, though, right? Like, I think we assume yeah, he is, but, but it's less. If like... you watch that trailer, there's a lot of freaking sand at one point. That's true. Spinning around in a tornado. Um, but the, hey, uh, there was also a big like dirt monster in this movie. Lizard. Oh, in this movie. Mm-hmm. And Far From Home. Uh, uh, yes. And that was not a sand man. That was just Earth man. I know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, the other piece of Daily Bugle news, Penguin Classics, the publisher you know from picking up your uh, of mice and men summer reading or whatever yeah yeah whenever you had to read a book for high school Hmm. or college they have are now printing comics collections of the early days so they are doing a collection of black panther captain america and most important to us a spider-man collection um we don't know the exact details yet but it seems to be the early runs i think it's a really cool thing and kind of like helps legitimize comics as like mm-hmm. literature which is really cool um i mean i think there's a pretty strong move to that anyway just because of how the the um medium has evolved um we're only talking about the superhero stuff but comics are a lot more than that um so i think it's cool i'm, I'm gonna try and buy all of the penguin classics things because that's just really cool to have I think I hope for your sake it doesn't explode into an unrealistic task. Oh, I'll I'll quit. I, I you, <laughs> you're talking to somebody who collected pop toys for a while and then sold them all and only has a few left because oh you sold them all? Them. I didn't know you did that. Not all of them. I got like ten left, but gotcha. that shows you how much I had before. Yeah, but I, I mean, you had like the nerd crate box delivery thing. What was it that you had? Uh, Marvel Collector Core. Marvel, yeah, the Marvel one. Okay. All of that, I was like, I was into it what for was a while, the... and it's just not useful. It's like this is just shit. This was is just loot? shit in my apartment. Loot crate was the big loot one. Crate is still a thing. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I just, I, I don't have room for that much shit. Um, I, I, I want what I really want is one of those subscription box services, but it, to be movie based, so it's like Criterion or it's like hmm. you know arrow video or one of those others where it's a curated like they send you a disc each month and then they send you some shit associated with that but it's like runs it was like a, game a, in a field of of film rather than just if it was like a only. super super yaki-esque uh yeah. merch along with like a yes criterion disc that's what i want mm. yeah yeah what i that's want is like dream. a loot crate service where the items that you get just like disintegrate after two weeks yeah because i get stuff like that and i'm like this is awesome and then two weeks later i'm like i don't want this yeah now <laughs> right. it's just in my way yeah yeah all right you guys ready to go far from home uh yep yeah so eli you chose this movie mostly because we had a list of movies and a lot of them have been claimed 
um, by the time we got to you, but you also like this movie. I do. Why? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, who do you think you know. are? Uh, and what are you doing here? I uh, may have mentioned this earlier. There's a little fellow named the Spider-Man, and he's in this movie. Mm. Yes. So I like him. I love him. So I, I think you mentioned, Cody, that you liked it more when you first saw it, and then you liked it less the second time, and maybe more this time around. Is that what you said? No, this is my second time watching it, period. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. Which most Marvel movies I do watch. Oh, so you decided it was bad retroactively. And yes, then you decided based maybe on my memory of it. Yes, based gotcha. on my memory mm-hmm. and remembering the shit that happened in it and all of that, I was like, God, I when reading it as like a Wikipedia list or remembering the things just as a list in my brain, I'm like, that's bad. That that's stupid. Da, 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 da. And then when I'm actually watching the movie, I liked it. But most Marvel movies I see twice in theaters at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. This was the first one that I watched the I mean, first time and was like, I it, don't need to rush to see it a second time. It was time. right after Endgame. So that's part we of the had problem. the fatigue of like... And I fucking saw that movie four times on accident. Too uh, many times. That's not a is. short movie. I, I don't disagree and with you. I saw were you it... doing like the countdowns before Endgame to like... Uh, but I, over months, over... I didn't do it. Still, like... that's some superhero burnout to like... It is. It is, but yeah. it, it was one of those things where I saw it twice purposefully. Then mm-hmm. I had a friend who hadn't seen it yet, and I was like, yeah, I guess I'll go. And then my mom wanted to see it for Mother's Day, and I was like, well, okay. <laughs> and that time I was like, this movie's great, but yeah. yeah I do love it. So I, when I saw it the first time, I loved it. And I was yeah. like, this is great. Um, I think I liked it as much as Homecoming. I was like, I just love these Spider-Man movies. Saw it mm-hmm. again, I think like a couple days later and was like, this is still really good, but I like it less than I did before. Mm-hmm. And then this was, so I, I saw it like twice in theaters and then I saw it again yesterday for the first time since it was in theaters. And once again, like it slightly less than I did the first time around. But I've always been a defender of this movie because I think it is good. I like it a yeah. lot. I think that the second half of the movie is significantly better than the first half. The first half is, I think, rough. And then the moment when the Mysterio reveal happens, I think that movie kicks into gear and I'm just like having a good time the rest of the rest of the movie I love that whole sequence and then I like the rest of the movie after that for the most part I think I fully was having that reaction in theaters and that's some of the stuff I remember that made it like suffer a little best in retrospect but I remember in theaters being like is this movie bad? Like I, it truly like I, and then the reveal happens and I'm like, okay. So all of this, Mm -hmm. I thought Jake's performance was a little off initially. Like I was like, I don't know about this character. I don't know. Then his his performance is kind of, it feels bad at first. And then when you see what's happening, you're like, oh, that is why. And it's it's really Quentin Beck performing as like this uh, stereotype hero, like, it was really nice to meet you, Spider Man. Yes, I'm gonna die for the world. Like it was just this cheesy, campy, and it was yeah. all it read as bad for the first half, right? And then when he has that reveal and him actually performing as the real Quentin um, Beck, I think is a really good performance. Yes. I think, and I think really the first half it. of the movie is a good performance too. It once is, you realize it feels that. bad. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, it's 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 kind of the thing with Captain Marvel that I don't know if I've said on this show, but um. I've said elsewhere where 
part of why I think people have trouble with that movie is um, Carol's not really Carol until the last 10 minutes of that movie because she has amnesia the whole time. And so she doesn't really feel like a character. And then we just see her show up in Infinity War and Endgame, Mm -hmm. just wreck things and then kind of leave. We still don't have a full sense of that person as a character. Yeah. Far From Home does that, but at least it does it halfway through. And, and not with our protagonist sense. either. It's with the It's not the with villain. the protagonist. Yeah. Now, do I think it's also a little bit of a hurt to the movie that you actually have three characters performing off of what they're actually supposed to be like? Um, because Maria and Nick Fury oh. are also like a little bit mm-hmm. off in those early things. And then you get the post credits where they're scroll. Right. So like Which that hurts I, that first half as well. Speaking of Captain Marvel, I did notice something in the, it's literally the first line of the movie is like a hint that they're. Oh, I know. Scrolls. I saw it this time too. Yeah. She calls him Nick instead of Fury, which right. in Captain Marvel, he says like, everybody calls me Fury. Nobody calls me Nick, which was like a, a clue in Captain Marvel that Coulson was a scroll at one point. And uh, also is a clue here. Yeah, that, uh, and there, and there's one other reference they make to something in space. Which he's yeah, he's making he's like it's the start of a scene, and he says something about something going on in space somewhere, and yeah, you're yeah. like, why would he be talking about that? <laughs> right, right, right. So um, I mean, it, I, I think don't all know... of those things hurt the first movie, and. For the first half of the movie, he doesn't want to be Spider-Man because right. he wants to go on a trip. And I'm like, which be is, Spider-Man. Which is fun, Peter. Stuff. It is all I know, fun. I know, yeah. I know. And it is Spider-Man. Um, I do think the scroll stuff does absolutely nothing for this movie. I it's agree. just, um, it's, 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 it's bad MCU setup, which yeah. sometimes the MCU setup is amazing and we all love mm-hmm. it and other times it's this and yeah. i think this time it's pretty fucking rough yeah it's just weird that i don't know because this movie's been out a few years now it came out in 2019 yeah and to not have like any payoff COVID kind of like fucked the payoff COVID did. is the COVID thing did. but it yeah. yeah i agree with you it's it's just this weird we're place just like this movie what? is so this is just and now scrolls like a, there's one in wandavision and you're like okay okay i guess yeah, yeah. because yeah. we're still eventually know, they're doing the secret invasion show which is next year supposedly hey. oh that's next year i thought it was if it's gosh. further out it, it's going to continue even to worse yeah 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 on the um, subject of just like the long-term payoff stuff like i this is something i'm sure people have talked extensively about but it's something i hadn't really thought of until this viewing the fact like I, I remember when the movie was going to come out uh, when it, or before it came out, like they, there was something in the trailer about um, Mysterio being from another universe and people are like, oh, are yeah. they doing the multiverse in this movie? And then right. you find out that he's not really from another universe, but like mm-hmm. they were just like putting that in there just to be like, hey, like this is this is a thing now. And like now, I, like every I... show slash movie since then is like doing something with the multiverse like i i don't know if it's all necessary i do i wonder Mm. if that was them sort of like testing the waters by putting multiverse stuff and all the promotional materials to see what the buzz about what if we did do a multiverse spider-man movie would you guys like that and then when everyone was like you know 
tweeting about Andrew Garfield and Toby. What if they come back? Wouldn't that be great? And they were, Tom Holland was even asked about it in an interview, like, would you be open to that? And he, that was four far from home. And he looks like he knows that they're building to that movie at that point. Yeah, I, I think that's that. why it's in there is because yeah. they had the idea. But I've I've told Chad this several times. I think the third movie was not meant to be a multiverse movie at all. That it was a once Sony and Marvel renegotiated, that was something they figured mm-hmm. out. Um, because that's based on the Scorpions never come back, all the other dropped like right. tangling threads from the uh, MCU Spider-Man movies that I, I think, think they were right going to do something else first. Yeah. yeah, because like I don't think that I think they are clearly building to some big multiverse thing, and I don't think that that thing is uh, No Way Home. Like I think that they are building to something else. And they're like, well, this is a good time to do this in the Spider-Man movie, too, because we're already doing so much multiverse stuff. But I don't think they were necessarily testing the waters with the Mysterio thing. Like, I think they were going to do it. I think they did it to, like, just go ahead and start that buzz, like, get people talking about the multiverse. At least understanding the idea, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But I I also am just like, maybe it's because I'm a nerd, but I'm like, I don't think the multiverse is that hard to understand. And people act like they have to, like, have this slow rollout. I'm like, I think people will get it. They just do it in a movie. I think suits, I think suits think it's hard to understand, but yeah. like, it, but it's, that's because they're idiots. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard like for them a, to understand. People were really worried about all the DC movies not being interconnected, and we're gonna have like, oh, three Batman at once, and it's like, no, we're fine with that. Like that, yeah. we can, yeah. our brains can handle that. Um, yeah, I think. I don't even know if I really think Doctor Strange is the culmination of their big multiverse thing. No, I, I think it's. I think it might more. be Fantastic Four. No, I, I still I think it's Avengers Five or yeah. I think like they're gonna have multiverse shenanigans that they have to deal with quite a bit, and I think mm-hmm. at some point that's their big Kang movie. Because yeah, I don't Ant- think it'll Ant-Man, be a solo Quantumania. movie that is the culmination. Quantum Mania is also going to be dealing with that stuff, mm-hmm. and then as well, Fantastic Four probably, and then there, yeah, there yeah. probably will be a team up. Movie I think there's got to be. I think there. I think it's the big arc of Phase yeah. Four is multiverse. I'm a little concerned about that because I know yeah, I think I all of these multiverse movies that are coming out are still going to just be like adding more multiverse stuff without being the culmination. And I think I'm gonna be tired of the multiverse in like three years. Like, oh, I, th- I think we will. I think we will have conversations where we're like, can they just go? Can they yeah. simplify it? Can they just show me a movie where just Let's something say, happens and there's not 19 versions of one character? Can I like learn I mean, to care about the character? I think mm-hmm. they will eventually like end all the multiverse stuff, but they also are and will continue to release things like the Hawkeye series, which is just yeah, true. Be that helps. Like, you know. New York Christmas. Uh, and Black Panther action. 2 is not going to be multiverse. Best, Knock best on wood. Let's, let's hope not. Yeah. Um, you know. Can you imagine so the, trying to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman in like a really shitty multiverse? Like, yeah. No. <laughs> that'd just be so bad. Oh, I mean, it's just like, yeah, we're, we're just being hit with the multiverse. We're getting four multiverse. Five, if you count WandaVision, which I guess you should. Five multiverse-related things this year. And I think that balance just feels out of whack. And it feels like we're just getting started. Like, uh, I don't know. 
I, I feel like the multiverse thing is the equivalent of like what for the last 10 years, the whole like experimenting with like, what if we have this character show up in this movie? Now right. it's like, what if we have different timelines coming together? And, you know, like the same way we're being like, man, it would be nice. Like Shang-Chi is just like, it's yeah. mostly just a Shang-Chi movie. Like really I feel like in a few years, we're going to just be like, I would love to have a movie just be in one timeline. Like, yeah, yeah. no, I, I think, yeah. you're, I think you're fully right. I, I mean, especially cause like, We'll have a what if season two. We'll have a Loki season two. We still got Dr. Strange. Like it, it's going to continue, but I think mm-hmm. the balance will get a little better. It's just a little off this year when three of the four TV shows that have come out are multiverse. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, oh, back to the multiverse being mentioned in this movie. I kind of think it's bad that it's mentioned in this movie because it's fake. Like it, it doesn't do anything. I don't mind. Um, it. I, I like it as like Quentin Beck writing his own origin story, and it's like far fetched. I don't know. It's fine. It's an unnecessary detail in his own fictional character biography because you could have just well, been like, no, no, I like, discovered magic. But like his whole thing is like his earth was destroyed by these things that are now destroying this earth. So he comes from a timeline where the uh, elementals already destroyed. No, I understand what he says, like, yeah. but he doesn't have to say that. Well, it gives him the tragic backstory and like the motive. And it's yeah. it's fun. It's fun. And You're silly. right. It's not necessary for the movie, but it is in their minds necessary for the MCU. And I'm not right. convinced that it is. But I also just kind of am OK with it as a detail. I think yeah. it's kind of fun. I mean, he could have yeah. been like an alien from another planet, sure, but like I, I, I like it. It's fun. Let's talk about war crimes. So, oh, why okay. does okay. Tony Stark give a child access <laughs> to murder drones? Murder Shh, drones. Don't worry about it. Murder it's drones that don't seem to have like a, a safety mechanic built in. It's just like, oh, you say murder drone, or you say target okay we'll murder a person like so quick like it turns well and it's also like if if edith is more than that i need to see a couple more examples of what edith is good for we saw her delete pictures from phones Mm -hmm. and send murder drones those are the things we know edith can do and that is like why and it's also this weird thing where they're like with happy and putting the glasses in it where it's like okay so Tony had an idea that he might die. So he wanted to leave his glasses to Peter if he did die. Peter was was dusted. Yeah. So I guess he knew that it would work, but was still expecting to die. That's a little confusing. No, I don't want to. Okay. I have an answer to this. In the movie, he says, uh, to I think to Happy he says did so Tony like designed these for me no he says it to Edith Edith he says she he designed this for me and she says no and like so they were not designed for Peter they were designed for someone but eventually but I leave, don't know how they end up being for Peter does leave the note for the next Iron Man and it's like yeah. a gift for Peter it's for when Peter. did he no, make he designed him he de- he designed him for himself like yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's what I think I think he designed okay. him for himself but but he why left him for were they Peter. left for Peter that's the confusing thing why and when because like the yeah. wind's really fucked up in my opinion yeah 
because he and Peter were alive for at the same time for like 15 minutes uh, post snap before and he was fighting he the whole again. time and they were fighting the whole time and I, I don't want to like sucks I, I don't yeah, want to cinema I, I don't want to cinema sense it like I don't because that's not yeah. an interesting way to engage with the thing but no. that really like because there's such a central piece of it like mm-hmm. a, you know a central I mean it is the plot driver it's the MacGuffin it's 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 the whole thing in it that why they're in there is so confusing to me yeah. I wish we could have just gotten like a Tony didn't have time to do it. Happy took it upon himself because he knew it would mean a lot to Peter. Just mm-hmm. something simple like that would have really kind of like greased those wheels. Happy would have still been a criminal and made a horrible decision. But Happy wouldn't have. Something. Happy would have even been less likely to do that than Tony, though. Yes, like that, he would have because he's that very probably would like, have made even less sense. Because Tony. I don't. I can't decide if I think it's consistent with Tony's character or not because he is like. Oh, I very. I, I kind of do. Yeah, I do too. It's just the timeline yeah. of it. It's not like a character issue. It's it's the when did he? Well, do this, but like logically? he also is. Yeah. No, I guess it is. I don't know. He doesn't seem to ever trust Peter very much. That's at true. This point though. Yeah. yeah, it's like the last movie is about like okay, Peter, I can't trust you with a suit. You've got to earn it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so he earns it. And in this one, he's like, okay, so I'm going to get you access right. to satellites. So you are God now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, here's and, another and- thing about Edith. In the first movie, Homecoming, uh, Peter had Suit Lady, also known as Karen. Yeah. In Endgame and Infinity War, he calls that lady Sharon. They dropped the Karen because. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Because of really? Karen. They literally call her Sharon moving forward. Are That's you sure? very stupid. And I hope you're cor- incorrect here. She yeah. does not appear in this movie, but we have Edith. Why Why are there two? Why, why are there three? Well, eight <laughs> two um, ladies, basically. It's it's um, it's a different it's a different AI system. This one's He's a different a AI different system. Different AI ones. But yeah, he, I, I'm 99 percent sure I'm right about the, the Sharon not. thing. You're not. It's Karen, according to the MCU wiki. But that is her name in Homecoming. But the no, in, in, saying, in Endgame, saying, they call her Sharon. Battle of Earth. Peter Parker asked for the instant kill feature in the Spider-Man suit to be activated to fight the Outriders, which Karen activated for him. Um, I'm not disagreeing that her name is actually Karen. I'm just saying in the movie, she's referred to as Sharon. I don't think that's true. I can't find that anywhere. But maybe. I, I can't find the proof of that anywhere. Maybe I need to Google, did they change Karen's name, Spider-Man? Maybe I'm not seeing this. anything. I am not seeing anything. Because apparently the reason Peter named his AI Karen was because of SpongeBob. Of course, yeah, computer mm-hmm. wife. Yeah, so um yeah, that's all I can find. Um it the thing I just read said Karen got destroyed when the suit got blown up. Um so that's when? confusing. When Mysterio blows up the suit and then he's gotta make the new suit. That doesn't really oh. make any sense to me, but whatever. Okay. Um e- yeah, Edith is just a system, so like Tony wanted to eat i don't know i don't know he's just got two <laughs> different people 
Maybe Edith was trying to solve the Karen problem, but I don't know. The Karen problem. Spider-Man, the Karen problem. Um, Spider-Man being the next Tony Stark is just what these movies have built to. I don't know if I'm like fully on board for it. It's a In concept, weird... but it works in the movie. It gets me emotionally. It's a little bit of a weird logic leap that everyone would assume that Spider-Man... Mm-hmm. would be the next Tony Stark when he hasn't been around for like Earth's toughest battles, really. Like he wasn't there. And with there are like Ultron. so many other candidates for that position. Yeah. I feel like yeah. <laughs> that are adults. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess they don't know how old Spider-Man is. Well, um, sure. The people who like question him at Aunt May's event at the beginning of the movie. Oh, but yeah. I guess like Nick Fury obviously knows he's a kid. Yeah. But I guess it's not Nick Fury, it's a scroll. I don't know, man. This yeah, movie's it, confusing it, to talk about. <laughs> it is, and that's the thing. Again, laundry list talking about this movie, basically every choice I am very skeptical of, but I do enjoy it while watching it. The Nick Fury thing is one of those. Why the fuck would Nick Fury, even in scroll form, be like, no, this kid has to help me? Why? Why? I, I, I don't, I don't get know. it, but it... Um, but it but I enjoy watching it happen. Yeah. But the I pressure just, on Spider-Man. I mean, I that guess is what when Nick I, Fury does, like when I he first, just makes people kid, help him. That's yeah. true. A kid though, I think is where, why it gets more confusing, but you're right. That is typically what he does. When I first watched this movie too, back in the theaters, I kind of assumed when um, Spider-Man was going through his list of like, why don't you call Captain Marvel? Why don't you call Thor? Uh, and he's like, oh, he's busy, off planet. They're both like, off world, yeah. yeah. I kind of assumed before we got a Spider-Man sequel, we would see where these other heroes were <laughs> before yeah. coming back to Spider-Man. But now we're like back to Spider-Man so quick. It's like in a month now. I guess, that's tr- I guess that's true. What other heroes are around right now? You have Hawkeye, mm-hmm. uh, Hulk. Who, yeah, you got Hulk. Which Hulk is a better candidate for replacing <laughs> Tony because he's a scientist. Monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp are around. Shang-Chi is around. Does Nick Fury not know about well, Wong, Shang-Chi? Wong, Captain Marvel, and... Uh, and uh, Hulk all talk to each Hulk. other. Hulk, yeah, they know about Shang-Chi. They don't they don't talk about they don't talk to talos because shang chi does take place before this movie that's the other crazy thing wow this movie is like chronologically fairly late wandavision happens before this loki kind of happens outside time but it's still before this um how can winter soldier is before this what i did not know that at all i did not know that wandavision and falcon and the winter soldier were before this and that's crazy this is like almost a, I think the, the events year. of, yeah, yeah, I think the events of Endgame are like September, October or something. And this is the next summer and everything else happens fairly close afterwards. Yeah. WandaVision is uh, maybe like a little, this is the latest movie. Yeah. Right now. Yes. This is the latest in the timeline. In the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. But we're about to get the direct mm-hmm. sequel to this movie, which picks up like seconds. Moments, after, which helps. Moments, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what's confusing. The I mean, Guardians, Guardians 2 take place, they're all in 2017. 
yeah, even uh, no, 20, 2014, yeah. there are 2014, both of those movies. And then the third one is going to take place in 2025 right. or later. So yeah, the chronological thing has started to get a little, um, it was always, wild, but this is the late, this is the latest one. It was always a little bit asynchronous, like sure. even in phase one, I mean, well, like Captain America, for example, was a world war two movie came out after like three other mcu movies and i don't know it's it's fine as long as you have clarity when your butt's in the seat in the theater and you're like watching a movie as long as you have clarity of where you're at in the timeline in that moment i think it's fine yeah this list i have it's fully spider-man as the is the last one uh they're saying shang chi takes place after falcon and wandavision but i don't know if any of that really matter matters yeah um but this this is the latest one um so the post snap stuff we were going to talk about that i think this movie can get out two months after endgame and they're not being a single other piece of mcu content and it starts with a joke of all the characters who are gone Oh, I love that. I actually uh, love that so much. Because <laughs> it's like how a I high don't. school would like pay tribute yes. to the fallen heroes, but it's like shitty because they're... The I will students. always love you with Iron Man's face. Just that whole thing is so... And then like the marching band appearing in the middle of a game. That's yeah. I, I think that is Very so funny. good. I think it, it it's one of those things just based on release where it made it, if like made it like ah, this is right after because if we had seen the WandaVision dealing with snap stuff, the Falcon, the serious things, and then you undercut it with a joke, maybe I could have swallowed it a bit more, but it always mm. rubbed me as like a, what, this soon we're just like undercutting the big thing that just happened. Well, I, I think don't you, know. I think for a movie like this, it's like, you know, the Spider-Man movies are attempting to be a little more lighthearted. Like they're like high school comedies, yeah also with some superhero drama also with some action obviously but like i feel like at its heart these are attempting to be more lighthearted movies they certainly have like heavy emotional beats both of these movies do but at their heart they're trying to be more lighthearted i feel like i don't know making light of it as like a fun like this is the world now it just feels it feels fun to me yeah but I also like this is coming from someone who has to, you know, find ways to make light of our own uh, disaster we find ourselves in, in, you know, a global pandemic still. I always have to undercut it and make jokes or else I'll be a depressed, sad boy my whole life. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Um what else do we need it's to talk so about? It's so weird that Marvel movie? had a universe altering like event happen the exact same year that we had one happen. That's so weird. We've talked about it before, but like COVID and the blip essentially lining up is bizarre. The blip was a year before. Okay. <laughs> it was. But like, um, at the I same- feel like we're getting all this stuff about like i mean wandavision which like took the like post snap stuff like super seriously shang chi where they talk about like it's a new world now like half the universe can just disappear at the snap of a finger like they're dealing with these things that totally rocked them to their core the exact same time that we're dealing with like this pandemic that's do you think they had covid worse or better than us 
because there were less people around. Oh, I don't so, think uh, I don't think it was able to spread at all. I think okay, that that's, that's why that's the yeah, explanation it was, it in the MCU <laughs> is that it wasn't able to spread because there was half the people. There was less people. Yeah, it was what we thought it was going to be back in March. Right. When we were like, mm-hmm. oh, it's, this is going to like people are going to be out of school for two weeks. Yeah. Like that's what happened in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Or did they take it less seriously? Because could they have been Ooh. like, OK, we fucking fought huge space aliens and those are coming all the time and people just disappeared. Am I really going to care that much about a virus like I've survived this far? So did you have right. people like more actively opposing any lockdown or mask mandates? Probably. This is not a fun conversation. No, no I don't <laughs> like it. I feel like Doctor this is... Strange to do a spell and get rid of COVID. Can we do that? Can we get? He like, was dead. The, he was uh, get Wong, dusted. Get Wong to was Wong dusted? I guess we don't uh, really know. We don't. Oh, but I think yes, I think probably. Yeah. I feel like this is just kind of um, a result of what this movie is of one of the problems of this movie, but we haven't really talked about much about the movie Sp- Spider-Man Far From Home as much as we've talked about the MCU, which is understandable yeah. because mm-hmm. of what this because movie what is this attempting movie is. to do. Mm-hmm. But right. like, I just want to say, I like this as a Spider-Man movie. I like the Spider-Man parts of this movie. I think that the, the MCU bigger world elements of it do cause problems. And like I said earlier, I just kind of choose to ignore those things. Yeah. But like the second half of this movie, I think is really fun. Um, I don't know. How do you guys feel about the the big drone thing at the end? I actually really liked it like the third time around. It's a cool set piece. Um, I guess it's not really a set piece. It's a cool VFX piece. <laughs> it's a set piece. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's it's, it's cool. Um, I like because like with Mysterio, he was introduced as like a, a, a Hollywood VFX guy mm-hmm. in the comics. And so like the explanation for how he actually pulls off these illusions always felt wildly far-fetched. While this is still far-fetched, like it's like really advanced uh, projection technology in, uh, in drones, I could like wrap my mind around it more in like a superhero movie where like Tony Stark existed and his tech existed. So I, I like it as like how Mysterio pulls off these illusions. Um, I think it's very cool. I also think it's just fun to see Spider-Man like swinging around like on drones and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like I just like that whole action sequence. No, same. Yeah. yeah, when he goes into the middle of it and he's like webbing them all up, that's, yeah. that's a lot of fun. I think it's pretty cool. I think it goes on a little long for me because it gets a little like he is just fighting drones. And so I get a little like, less into it than the earlier like Mysterio um, fight scene things all the illusion stuff I think is really cool but it's still solid it just is it gets a little Ultron-y you know where he is just fighting the same thing over and over again and just like destroying Mm, them and moving on but I don't know I still like it um okay Mm. What other, what other good things before I have one more complaint? <laughs> it's just easy for notes. me to complain, but I do like sure. I do like it. Like it is um, fun to watch. I like I like all these high school kids, man. I like yeah. uh, I like Betty yeah. and Ned as like that stuff's that, funny. That dumb like couple that gets together over a school trip and then breaks up immediately, but yeah, super self serious. It's it's very fun and high schooly, which is like what's effective about these movies as opposed to the previous spider-man franchises is 
it's just a different tone where like yeah. we're we're just in a, we're on a high school field trip i love uh martin star and who's the other actor i don't know jb smooth jb smooth he they both are so funny um as like these chaperones who are just trying to hold it together and monsters keep attacking their trip and like this is i was thinking about it like martin star did not get blipped uh he spent the last five years in just like hell on earth like everything was like the worst case scenario version of it and then this is his first like school trip he's like really trying to like turn it around and like Mm -hmm uh rally the kids and and just have a good time for probably the first time in five years and then it's it's terrible and i like that i think that that's fun yeah yeah that's fun uh yeah all the all the high school shenanigans are pretty fun the the kid who blipped and got hotter that's a funny idea like it got older and hotter but (laughs) then i don't know that that character stuff really works i don't know that like he's just like oh i'm gonna be a shit head um i don't know that i mean that is literally the note i have written down i was like despite a lot in this movie making no sense and a lot of the character motivations i'm not fully tracking still kind of works and it's still fine (laughs) like it's 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 weird it's also interesting chad because we talked about on the last episode the mj thing and it being played as a reveal i you know just doesn't really work for me Peter is just into her at the beginning of this movie and re-watching Homecoming so recently, there was nothing yeah. towards They just MJ. skip all that. They just yeah. skip all that and they're like, oh, he's into her now. And it's like- I'm fine with it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Again, not a couple mad. Years and, it's, just, yeah. it's just, they didn't yeah. skip that many years in um, Peter time. I guess that's true. Hold they on. How much time was there dated. between Homecoming and Infinity War? Uh, a year a year well that's a long that's enough, enough time to develop yeah. a crush on a girl in, in high class. school yeah, yeah you yeah. can develop a crush on a girl in high school in four in a, seconds yeah in like a week <laughs> i i mean because like he does just have a crush he's just like she's got a funny yeah. sense of humor and like she makes me laugh and she's pretty and like it's still at that level at the beginning of this movie he's just like yeah. starting to think about it that way it, it just goes back to my like they're doing mj shortcuts but also like don't want her to be MJ, but want her to be MJ. I, I don't know. It's it's a little those choices have just been confounding for me the whole time. But but that is that is the moral of the story for me with the MCU Spider-Man. A lot of the choices are confounding, but I still like watching the movies. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. What do you guys think about just in general the MCU Spider-Man suit? Um in both movies so i will say watching this one when he's in the freaking iron spider suit at the aunt may thing i was like that looks like shit that yeah, is i agree bad. <laughs> not good i hate the iron spider suit <laughs> i think it's yeah. bad it looks okay in infinity war and in game like it looks better but yeah when he's mm. just trying to walk around i was like that is bad i think otherwise i think it's okay yeah, I just don't like. Uh, I, I remember being so excited that his eyes move, like when the first yeah. like yeah. Uh, teaser of Spider Man for Civil War, and I just don't that. like it anymore. No, uh, I still love it. It's great. I don't. Like, I love I the just, expressiveness. Of well, it. I do like the expressiveness. I just think it kind of just always looks kind of bad. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's the most flubbery. It seems to yeah. be like there. It doesn't seem like he's that often in 
the actual suit which and he's, hurts it i think he's mm-hmm. often either not or if he is they're still cging over his practical suit where because like the, the they iron didn't spider, do that in yeah. the previous two spider-man franchises there's still plenty of vfx yes with like the swinging scenes and stuff like that but like but the suit is way more tangible yeah when yeah. you've got a like andrew garfield in a scene as spider-man that's just a guy in a suit and you mm-hmm. believe it more I I th- there's not a tangible Spider-Man mask in these movies. Like you you never see yeah. it because the eyes at least are always moving. So like I don't know. And I it love It sucks yeah. that it's all the nanotech now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not into it. I love the Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit. It's the uh, best suit. suit. I wish cinema that, suit. that movie was good cuz that is a great <laughs> suit. The movie was better than it was in my memory, which is kind of mm. the just experience of doing this podcast is like watching any of these isolated on their own it's like i'm still having fun this is still fun yeah mm-hmm. i like watching flicks um anything else we have for no way home hmm. um i like i like when happy says your friends are in trouble you're all done you're you're all you're all alone your tech is missing and then he he makes more tech. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like and here's some more. Um, one like, thing, it's Iron Man three, baby. And then no, it's not. He just is gonna make a new suit. One Black thing I noticed uh, this time around that I hadn't really thought of before is how bad Happy is at keeping Peter's secret. <laughs> like he goes, yeah, and finds Peter's three friends and says, like, uh, "Hey, I work with Spider Man. Uh, I need you to come with me. <laughs> I need to protect you." And then later he says, like, I'm in love with Spider-Man's aunt instead of like Peter's aunt or something. Yeah. And so and then he's, yeah. he if says they're openly Flash, dating, then yeah. they're gonna be like, Oh, Happy's with Peter's aunt now? He said he was with Spider-Man's aunt last week. It's just it, right. He's right. so bad at it. Um so and like he says, We wouldn't have found you without your videos that you've been posting. So it's like, okay, now he knows that he's a friend of him or one of his right. classmates, probably. Right. <laughs> And yeah, if Mysterio hadn't outed Peter as Spider Man, Happy would have was within, happen within like within a, a few hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that's that that's my last thought on Spider Man Far From Home. But it's fun. I like that movie. It's fun. He's far from home. I think I don't know that I have. The closer we get to No Way Home, the less I think it's going to be good. I'm getting nervous. I, I agree. It. I don't think I, it's gonna be good. I agree. I agree. Reading everybody's this everybody's week, trying to like mm-hmm. mentally wrap their mind around like, oh, Doctor Strange, he's gotta be somebody else because his yeah. character motivations don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And watching this movie, I was like, Oh, so that's not often a concern in these movies necessarily, <laughs> in the in the Spider-Man one specifically. Yeah. So I was like, oh no, it is it's just Doctor Strange. It just is Doctor Strange. It's not a fake Doctor Strange. When when I read this week to the um tom holland had an interview where he was talking about working with alfred molina and how great it was and he just made some comment about like back when he was doing these movies it was all puppetry and now it's all cg and fig and so it was cool to like watch him uh relearn how to be doc ock with like the new technology and that just made me so sad like yeah it's not the artistry and like the the beauty of like the practical puppetry of those arms is just going to be gone now and it's I hate it that it also like 
I really keep falling back on it. And I know it's just a theory on my end, but it really seems to be true. I just keep falling back on the, I don't think this was the plan thing. Sure. And being pretty concerned that I mean, they I think kind you're of right. figured it out pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's also like, we've got such good movies coming out right near it that I am like... Ugh, is it gonna like look worse in comparison to the big blockbusters that are coming out right next to it? The more ambitious, more. I mean, a it's so gonna be got... compared to Eternals, which Dune. is further out, but still Dune's Dune, way further out. But yeah, to... um, Eternals. But it's Matrix comes out the next next oh, week. Wow. So yeah, Matrix. Um, I mean, this isn't really the same genre, but uh, the West Side Story is coming out. Like you the have same West week. Side Story the same weekend. You just mm-hmm. have things that are a little more. They're ambitious in different ways, and I wouldn't I think, call West Side Story ambitious necessarily, but it's going to be huge. It's going to be a big movie. I mean, it's not not ambitious. It's Spielberg's first musical. It's like just the bravado to recreate a best picture winner is not done that often. Um, that's true. And, it, and it's a Spielberg version of it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, ambitious in its own way, not ambitious exactly. in like the way that like, I don't know. I mean, we've started to, like. we've started to call movies ambitious for just shoving a fuck ton of characters in, which I think is a little misguided. Yeah, I do um, love how like, Benedict Cumberbatch had an interview where he was talking about how uh, Multiverse of Madness is going to be just as ambitious as Spider-Man No Way Home, if not more so. Yeah. And like, I think that just means we're going to shove as much shit into this movie as possible. It is what it means. Yeah. Um, so West Side Story actually got moved up a week. It's Nightmare Alley that's opening the same weekend as Spider-Man, which is Guillermo's follow-up. Oh, right. Cool. So okay. I, I don't know, but it's it's Matrix. It's Matrix that it's I think Matrix. is going to be, it's going to be a nostalgia play, not in the gross way, but it, it's playing on like people having affinity for young, for older things mm-hmm. in a similar way that it yeah. seems like No Way Home is going to do, but No Way Home's not fully marketing that stuff yet. I mean, No I Way Home has fully marketed Green Goblin fine. and, yeah. and Doc yeah. Ock. From, You're right. You're so right. like, they're still, even if they're not going to like drop that they have Toby in this movie, they're still like saying like, here's a little You're nostalgia right. crumbs. Here's what you want. Will it be worse than Ghostbusters Afterlife is the question. That's the other Sony release. And that is the other like, oh, look at this old shit. I I think it'll be better than that. I think it's going to be massive. I am still pretty concerned that it's going to be bad. And it is is, uh, for all three of us to kind of be on the same page being like, guys, it may be bad. It is not a wonderful sign and we've also talked this whole time about how much we love the spider-man movies and for all of us to be like probably gonna be in this i don't know it's it's i mean chad especially does the waves of like oh this is gonna be really good and then anytime a movie comes close he, he falls into the it's gonna be bad thing so like chad alone saying that isn't necessarily reason for concern but the fact that me and Eli and other people we know are all on the same page with the concern seems to be a little, a little frightening. That being said, we're going to be there opening night and we're going to probably end up loving it, even if it's bad. I mean, have I talked about that? I don't know that I think the trailer is actually 
good. No, the trailer's bad. I yeah. think the trailer is bad. I think the trailer's kind of bad. Yeah. I was just so excited the first time I saw it that there was yeah. a trailer. But then, like, truly the second time I watched it, I was like, it isn't. There's fun stuff in the trailer, but, like, the Doc Ock reveal is one of the ugliest shots I've ever seen. It's ugly. Yeah. It's it, ugly. It looks, he looks unnatural because of the VFX on his face and just this boring gray background. It's yeah. not good. Yeah, it is. Hello, Peter. And it could be special effects hiding shit. I think that it is. I think that his still... arms are probably back there and they're just not complete. Yeah, but. I think so. All right. Well, Eli, where can people find you online? Um, you can find me pretty much everywhere at Hey Mr. Wallet. Um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. That's that's the ones that you should care about. Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Yeah, that's not Hey Mr. Wallet because the Letterboxd is very stupid. You can't change your username unless you pay them money. I'm just kidding. I like Letterboxd. Just um, wait and wait until um, Black Friday, and they do a really good deal every year for the the pro subscription. That's no, the, it's a I matter of it every year. I'm not going to money your, to change my username. Re up so, on I, your Letterboxd subscriptions and your Hulu subscriptions on Black Friday. That's my. I I, I fully got it, Eli, for the same reason you did in order to change my username, and. Then the stat stuff I love so much. So I've never mm. been able to get rid of it. After I also that. just like supporting an app that I love. That's like my yeah. favorite app. Yeah. Mm. And if yeah. you pay for apps, they become less focused on ads and less focused on selling your data, which is why Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are all, uh, and TikTok are all bad for you because they're free platforms. Everything's but, bad. <laughs> everything, everything is bad. No, including Spider-Man. No way. Good, but it's glitchy and it has issues. So Letterboxd is also That's why bad. you got to pay them to fix I it. I know. It's <laughs> at Elisha P. Smith on Letterboxd. I didn't say that yet. Um, yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, Chad has other podcasts. We're about to go record it. It's Lord of the Rings sentence. Yeah, we got we a also juicy find... sentence this week, guys. I don't know what it is. I haven't read it, but I didn't I'm know it's going to be juicy. I'm a couple weeks behind on listening, so I okay. don't quite know where we're at. Um, yeah. I would consider that also my podcast. So yeah, definitely listen to that too, because I've been on like four episodes. I'm about to be on a fifth one. That's It's yeah. my podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, Chad needs to start keeping... Chad needs to keep... <laughs> Start Chad is actually stats. bothered by this. <laughs> it's my it's my show, but you know, <laughs> Chad needs to start keeping stats so we know like five timers club, ten timers club, mm-hmm. like who has been on the most, should, like that should. kind of stuff, so we can uh, have our ceremonies. You can also listen to the show Chad and I do together called Best Pictures. Um, by the time this comes out, I don't fucking know. We're talking about what is Mark's uh, fucking well, movie. Rango is uh, about to drop. No, like, Chad, this comes out so yeah, far. Rango away will now. have just dropped, but and so will Lay Miz. Lay Miz will have dropped. So the is next ep- drop yes, okay. before this comes out, the next okay. episode after that is Francis Ha. That's that's what uh, I haven't seen that movie yet, and I feel like yeah, I'll love good. it. You will. Um, best pictures. It's not that close to wrapping up, but it's getting there. It's getting We're there. not far either. We're so. catching up to the main timeline. Yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> hear as we scramble to figure out what we do next. Um, but for Spider fans, we still have um, Spider Man into the Spider Verse on the way, uh, which 
you're going to hear nothing but praise on that one, I think. Um, and then we will uh, talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, we're going to leave you with a spider fact. Chad, you got that for oh, us, right? I got a spider fact for you guys. You guys heard of Spider, the card game? Well, it originates uh, back in 1949, and its name comes from a spider. Are you talking about Spider Solitaire? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. This, this game originates back in 1949. The name comes uh -huh. from the spider's eight legs, re referencing the eight foundation piles that must be filled to win the game. That's where the name comes from, which I didn't know. Uh, it it resurfaced in popularity with Windows 98's Microsoft Plus package and has since been featured on most subsequent versions of Windows. Uh, but Spider Solitaire was not included in Windows 2000, but was added back again with Windows XP and has been on uh, the platform ever since. So that's, that's my spider fact for the week. Thanks okay. everybody for listening. <laughs> Good night. And don't let the radioactive spiders bite. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>